That's that's exactly what you say every time, right? Oh my god, you're so weird about it. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Sisters Reading Romance. This is Aisha, one half of this podcast. This is Lexi, the other half of this podcast. And this week we did Him by Ser- Serena Bowen and L. Kennedy. Yes. You look confused. I was like, I'm trying to figure out how they split it, but I assume they just did, each of them just did one character and then they wrote. Oh, I don't know. Cause I, was I like, mean, how, how did they split the book? I don't know. Christina Lauren's two people. How do you think they split the books? They probably split it. One of them like edits or one of them writes the full book and then the other person goes through and like adds to it and then they, from there they edit. I don't know. I mean, every pair is probably different. I guess. I don't know. Don't it ask me. It makes the most sense that they would each do because, like, Christina Lauren is like a duo. Like that's yeah, but they're they've started as a duo, whereas like Serena Bowen these, like, and L. Kennedy are authors in their own right and have collaborated on a handful of books. Yeah, so like, I think that relationship would be very different than because Serena Bowen writes a lot of MM romances, whereas L. Kennedy doesn't write that many. No, but she so, writes a lot of. Sports, college sports. so maybe that's how it was it was mm-hmm. like they came together on this like idea but like the the it takes place in the same world as the other of l kennedy's books which world is that it's the i don't know what the series is called but it's the the one with the deal oh and i haven't read any of those so i don't bear you because that's uh because they talk about the frozen four which is the um hockey like tournament yeah but that's like a real thing i know it's a real thing (laughs) but like they talk about it a lot and i know i know it's a real thing but like every other serena bowen has another series that isn't collabed i'm pretty sure it's just her and it's like the same world as this so him and us are a a duo Mm -hmm. and then him as being one that we did and then there's a series that's connected that follows three other players from Wes's team. And like, one of them gets married. The one you have read the second book, but the second book, one of them lives in his building and that oh, guy the, has the, a thing with his, with, with, uh, with Jamie's sister, his youngest sister. You have to read the second book to like, I thought Jamie was the youngest. Yeah, but but there's two of them. It's him and his sister are the youngest. But his youngest sister is the one that has a relationship. year older than him. Yes. So technically he's not. But I, I just said his youngest sister. You said younger sister. Okay. Is his youngest sister then? Sorry. Anyway. Anyway, today, this week we picked him by Serena Bowen and L. Kennedy. And it was my choice. I feel like. I feel like, depending on how long you've been listening to us, it might be obvious this was my choice. Um, really? Because you hate sports romance. That is true. That is also true. Although, I've read this book maybe five times. This is a book that I go back to and read not only start to finish, but I also go back to and read sections of I that I like. I own this book because I bought it when it was on We sale, bought it at the same time. Yeah. But I have not picked it up. Which is shocking. I immediately, after I read this one, I immediately went and bought Us, the second book. I'd read oh. that. And then I immediately bought the, um, there's like a 2.5. I also bought that and read that. Although the 2.5, you're not supposed to technically read until you read the first book of the, like the crossover series that they wrote. That uh, 
but I think it's, I don't know what it's called. It's got a dog on the front. A guy and a dog. I don't know. I'll have to look for it. I bought those too. Okay. Um, beside the point. Anyway, uh, I picked this book. Obviously, it was a five star for me because I picked it. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I really like this book. This book gave me, like, at the end of the book, you just feel so good. I don't know. It took me a while to get into this book. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You're usually super into sport romances, which is why I love, I'm. I love me a good sports romance. That's why I'm like kind of shocked it took you a while to get into it because it immediately starts off at, at the right place and you immediately meet both of them and they like chapter two they like they're together. Do you know what I mean? Not like together yeah. as in like dating, but like I do they're like, immediately like how they right off the bat were like this is the rift that came between us. Because you know how you always get like the, the it's like the friends to strangers, yes, to friends to lovers, yes, which is what this They're, is. They always do that. Like, what was the rift between us? Why aren't they talking anymore? Versus like, sometimes you have to wait until the fucking end of the yeah, because they always do the stupid fucking flashbacks. That's the reason I did not like what is it? Love in other words. Yeah, every other summer is every like other that too. Summer. Although every other summer you kind of get you kind of I do you you, you I, have an inkling of what it is. You get an inkling, but like you also it doesn't I get don't confirmed. Don't know if I fully expected every other summer the way I know everyone was like, oh, so predictable. I did not. I thought I it was predictable. Whereas love in other words, I was like, I did not see that coming. So, I mean, yeah. Whereas this, you within the first five chapters, you basically already know why Wes pulled away. Yeah. And you also get the sense that, like, Jamie is just, like, doesn't get it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, trope-wise, male-male romance, mm-hmm. sports romance. Yes. Um, friends to strangers to friends to lovers? I think it was more yeah. like friends to strangers to lovers. <laughs> Same thing, I guess. But No, because it was like a friends with benefit kind of thing. That's so isn't that considered lovers? No. Okay, our definitions of lovers, I guess, are different. <laughs> um Would you call a friend with benefit a lover? Maybe. I don't know. No. I I, I feel you, like I, I would. I don't think you would. I think I don't think you would. Me saying lover doesn't immediately make me think relationship. It makes me think sleeping together. No. I, I All right. I well, like I guess our definitions of lover is different. Um I have hockey romance and then I have new adult. Like this is definitely a new adult. Like they're probably 22 or 23. Both of them. I mean, I don't think they're these characters ages really matter. I don't know why define what a new adult is compared to like a normal. romance. So then what would you consider? Would you consider this a new adult then or no? What's considered a new adult? Like, what is the definition then? I think this would be just like a romance. I just it, by the amount of sex in it. I assumed that new adult meant the age of the characters. That's no. what I was assuming. Oh, so then no. what the fuck's a new, new adult? Fuck? Like, it's like it's it's like an age demographic that you're trying to get to. You know what I mean? So like young, young, like the the YA. Yeah, you're looking for like you're looking for under like under eighteen, like fifteen to eighteen. Yeah, new adult is nineteen to twenty four ish. Really? And then 
normal like normal romances post that whatever but like new adult is is the demographic you're trying to write to so so usually the themes are a little bit i wouldn't say complicated new adult because there's some really like you mean less complicated like they're the yeah. new adult are meant to be like a less li- complex like a, stories. Yeah, a little bit like more digestible for someone who's just starting to get into oh like heavier reading. Okay. Quotation. So this you wouldn't consider this a new adult then? No, I'd consider this fully interesting. And usually I... they try to cut back the amount of sex in new adults just because So then would And they would also label something that's like if you initially published the first couple books, like if it was a series and you initially published them as YA, and you wanted to, they wanted to add more, like, romance adult context, con- yeah. they would then label the next one as new adults. Which, like, a couple fantasy series have done that very recently. Yeah. There's quite a few that have done that, where the first book is, like, labeled very, YA. Yeah, very YA. And then they want to progress. They want the characters to grow and so, like that the characters yeah. age, so with age comes more adult things. I say they age, but they just want to introduce different adult content. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I always pictured it as like the characters no. were not necessarily the content was geared towards. So, okay, interesting. So then are <laughs> a couple of the, the other books we're doing, well, are not new adult <laughs> in that case um wait did you think god of wrath would be a new adult <laughs> yeah because they're ages no. obviously i know that now but i just assumed that new Anisha, adult meant like the age of the characters i don't think anyone's ever picked up Rena kent and was like this is new adult i don't know i just assumed that it meant the age but that of wasn't the considered then her other series the 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 um what the fuck is it called the, but they're, they're high school romance the high school one would be considered YA based on your weird I mean, definition. maybe. When I was a young adult, I was reading books with sex scenes in them. Yeah, but I would not label those as... I haven't read any of her other books, so I wouldn't be able to say. But, okay. Back to this book. Um, so, not new adults, then. I'll the cross that off. I picked this one. I didn't pick this one up. Is because I think at the time of purchasing it, there was a lot of buzz on the internet about l kennedy like what kind of like good buzz no like she's a little bit of a controversial author now why i haven't heard this because so basically there's like obviously she's never talked about it obviously she's never confirmed anything but based on the sleuthing of people on the internet and her Twitter. The sleuthing? The sleuthing. People I think fucking... young young women on the internet are fucking powerful and they should work all for the FBI. I think we could solve every world problem with young women on the internet. They're powerful on the internet, man. Anyway, so they sleuthed and they found, in particular on her Twitter, that she is very quite conservative. And when I mean conservative, I mean like borderline Trump-esque conservative. Like Republican, like, but she's Canadian. That's the thing. It's like so you oh, can't. Okay, really, you I can't, actually did not know she's that she's Canadian. That's why that all her books are labeled makes Canadian. Way more sense. Yeah, she's Canadian. 
because I was like, how did she get such a good description of Toronto without having no, she could have been there around the like. I would say, like, in Ontario. I, okay, I didn't know She's she Canadian. was Canadian. Yeah, that's why, like, if you find her, the what's that, the good girl complex, it's labeled as a Canadian, like, if you go to the library, it has I a bought Canadian that thing. on sale. You, you bought the good girl complex? Yeah, I have the ebook. Oh, it's not great. Oh. It's not great. Well, I bought it, so I guess. <laughs> I, I read it, and I will, I, I do not, I don't, I wouldn't say I recommend that series to anybody. Like, if. Okay. The, the thing is, with, so like a lot of people are very like. So con- okay. So when you say conservative, you thinking like, like no sex before marriage, like no, that kind of conservative. Like, no. what do you mean conservative? Like, she has very Trump esque views, like Republican views. Republic, I guess, like Republican views. If you put them, yeah. In that so terms. like this slightly religious, like no sex before marriage, like marriage is between a man and a woman. Like that kind of stuff, because that's the, that's a Republican thing. It's like a. I wouldn't say it was like, like it has anything to do with like relationship. It's more like like the immigration part and how she views, in particular, like races. Because if you if you didn't know, like based and like also based on like all her books, all the characters are white. They're all white. I mean, that's not uncommon. It's not uncommon in particular in romance. I think romance is very, very white. It's super whitewashed, like completely. Um, it's oversaturated with a lot of like, just like not only white characters but like a lot of Caucasian writers, and, but like, like you, I I encourage everyone to do their own research, make up your own opinion, but. It really made me start debating if I was going to continue purchasing her books and or reading her books. I've like literally never heard this. So yeah, there's actually so like she's a big, it's a big buzz. Slightly about a racist. Lot of, yeah, basically. Okay. So or was like, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like things like microaggressions mm-hmm. and like comments about, okay. We're like, she didn't straight out say, I hate people of color, but it was yeah. like, microaggressions of like liking, oh like, and like they don't belong things on twitter and stuff like that and interesting so i think okay do your own research encourage everyone to do their own research but so you like, bought this and then we're like mm, not gonna read this yeah like and then this so like the thing is at this point i'd already purchased her other two series like oh the the deal one yeah the deal and then the beer you because the you were trying to get me to read the BRU. Yeah, I I really enjoyed her other two series. So when I like heard this, I was like, do I continue? Did you find receipts for these? These claims? I mean, it's yeah, it's on the internet. If you're like on okay. book like book books Bookstagram, I'm mostly on Bookstagram. I think Book Talk doesn't have a lot of this, but like interesting. Okay, yeah. I have not heard any of this. So so like yeah, do your own research, obviously, but. Because, like, right now she's quite a controversial person to endorse. Yeah. Because, okay, let's see if I can find. I'm pretty sure the other series that this is connected to, because this is, it's him and then us. Good boy. It's called Wags is the second series. And Wags, oh, no, it's also the two of them. I thought Wags was um, yeah, it is the two of a them. military one. No, no, it's more, um, you know what a wag is? No, I don't know. Wags are fucking like wives of athletes. That's what they're called. Oh. Yeah. Things you know. Things you learn. 
Anyway, okay, so well, that's noted because I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear any of this. Um, yeah, I mean, these are also two white people in this. It's two white guys. Um, otherwise, well, I, mean, like, I don't have any tropes. Hockey in general is a very white sport. Yes, although, yeah, it's a very white sport, and the reason it's very white is because it's a very expensive sport to play, and typically, and they yeah. not so is football. Do, they not encourage. Well, the thing is, although football's football like is like multiracial, is, but then still is, super racist. Football <laughs> is ninety-five percent of the players are black men okay 95 is a i, I wouldn't say 95 that's a lot but like i would say that like a, like a really good portion a good but portion. it's still a very racist sport it's a very racist in. sport but um, they but hockey is for sure very white it's yes. very expensive to get into yeah and yeah because it costs I, money the, i mean that's like the conversation going around hockey right now is just like it's because it's so expensive and because they don't encourage communities of people of color to go for hockey. Yeah. Is why there's one, not a lot of people of color in hockey in general. And I mean, I think we've been completely sidetracked in this conversation, but yeah, but like that's the conversation around hockey right now is like in particular indigenous because there's like absolutely, I think there's like, one or two indigenous players in the NHL. Mm, that'd be a good question for is, Ross. Is because but I don't they know. don't encourage, they don't, yeah, they don't encourage There's, hockey to be played not only on. It's also in, different because in the states, if they have a if they recruit an athlete, there's a program like a lot of high schools have programs where they like would give give equipment to players who can't afford equipment do you know what i mean like there's yeah, more but there's support still... there whereas here like hockey also because the system is different with like we don't have like high school sports aren't really a thing here so high school and college sports are not a thing here. so you would have to play at a local club and the clubs don't do things like that like you yeah. couldn't apply at the club as like somebody who is um like struggling for funding and like the club wouldn't just be able to like donate equipment like that's not how that works like you sign up you pay club fees for like rice times and then you have to bring all of your own equipment and yeah. they're really expensive like a stick alone is two hundred dollars like just a hockey stick and that's like you i mean depending on who like what level you're playing like those things break pretty easily they're expensive to replace skates mm-hmm. are really expensive to replace ice time is very expensive ice time is super expensive and like if your kid's growing it's really hard to get equipment that's like constantly changing and there's there's just not as many programs that i know of at least that like give equipment to families that can't yeah. afford it so that, i mean that's just conversation on hockey right now <laughs> it's a lot of other conversations around hockey right now but we'll go we'll stop there um the only trigger warning that i put for this book was the homophobic section yeah because it was like yeah, I was dealt with like pretty well, I think, in the book. Um, but that would be the one thing. Like, if that's triggering for you, then I wouldn't. I would like maybe glaze over that section. It's not a big section, but it's a decent. Well, it does play a big role in the book. I wouldn't because... say de- like it doesn't play any any part in the book because he literally like leaves after but it, it. But the reason that it plays a role is because it makes Jamie think about holy fuck. Like, if this is something that I. Like, this is who I am. This is thing I have to deal with. But it's also, like, it's also... So, like, I do think it has it has its place, though. It has its place, but it's also, like, 
that's also like a conversation about hockey, the culture of hockey in general. Yeah. That it is I think sports very, in general is, is homophobic. It's very homophobic. It's yeah, like, which is weird. It's weird because I feel like it's often the opposite in women's sport. Yeah. In men's sport, it's, so it's funny super because homophobic. I in women's sport, it's not as much. A lot of, in particular, professional players are quite, like, I don't want to say open with their, like, sexuality. And a lot of them are part of the LGBTQ community. But, it's a different, the... And I think the most notable, like, in particular, like, soccer is the one I'm thinking about, is... Like Ali Wombat is like yeah, with Glennon Doyle and then gay. So is we've got two. We've got a our goalie who just won gold on our soccer team. Didn't she just get married? Yeah, she's got married, and she's a ski. Uh, her her wife is a ski cross Olympian. Ah, yeah, yeah, and yeah. a cycling Olympian. Um, they're really lovely people. I've met them. Uh, and like it's softball. A lot of mm-hmm. there's a lot of softball athletes that are gay. I I mean like. I just think that it's a different the the way it's treated in women's sport is very different than the way it's treated in men's sport. Yeah, I think like there's a lot I, more so stigma just a around it. Conversation about masculinity and like yeah, toxic masculinity toxic, specifically toxic masculinity. in sports. Because I mean, like, I think this book dealt with it really well. But yeah, like the homophobic section of the book, it was not surprising. Like that that yeah, like, that doesn't sound not- like a it's exactly a situation that you would expect to happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't over the top. It was like pretty like something that you would exactly expect to happen. The thing is, and this could just be a naive, like naivety of me is the way like West basically ran off a system of like, I just don't talk about it. And I like, I kind of just like do my thing. I'm, he's not like openly like on front page kind of thing. Like, cause yeah. Wes is, I wouldn't say openly gay, but he identifies as gay. I mean, he's openly gay in the sense that he dates men. He, well, he doesn't date, but he he's, hooks up with men. He's and with he men. And he doesn't like... But he, he doesn't he, say... It's like a secret that he's gay. But he doesn't but, come into the dressing room and is like, guys, you wouldn't guess who I fucked over yeah, the weekend. And I like, think, he's not that guy. But I think... He doesn't like, advertise it. This could be a naivety of me, but like, I think if like a guy on a hockey team... like openly told his teammates that like hey i'm gay that's just like i i don't know if many men would have any issue with that i mean that could i've be been in a lot of dressing rooms as working in sports and i think I, in this day and age i don't think a lot of people would have issues with it you'd be surprised i think i think people have a lot of misconceptions about what it means to be like just because you're attracted to the same sex it's like suddenly like whoa man where you watch your eyes and it's like they all shower together and like that's just like a thing i mean i i wouldn't i i, I understand why he'd be worried about advertising it it definitely depends on the people i think you'd be surprised more worried about advertising it just for like the fans well he just want to be the guy in the media yeah not only the guy in the media but also that would bring one a lot of attention to his rookie season to his rookie season and i understand that rookie seasons are fucking hard because like there's like a risk in everyone's rookie season that you might just get drop back into the the minors yeah yeah i mean which is happens a lot yeah but um yeah i mean i totally get that 
this actually had like a really I was surprised by how many ratings this had on Goodreads because this has a so this is a four Ooh, point been out for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember twenty fifteen. So yeah, okay, but but I still I don't know because this has a four point two eight, and I thought that was an accurate rating. It also has yeah fifty thousand ratings, which I thought was higher than I anticipated. Like I didn't anticipate well, I mean, this many like, ratings. In particular, when the BRU series was coming out, like Errol Kennedy was like all over the place. Yeah, that's true. So she's like, a pr- like she's a pretty well known name yeah. within romance. So, um, whereas because originally when I picked up this book, the reason it caught my eye was because of L. Kennedy's name, not because of Serena Bowen's. Yeah. So. Yeah, interesting. But uh, yeah, I just wasn't expecting that many ratings on this. But anyway, should we read the back of the book? Yes. We're getting so sidetracked. I will read the back of the book. They don't play for the same team. Or do they? Jamie Canning has never been able to figure out how he lost his closest friend. Four years ago, his tattooed, wisecracking, rule-breaking roommate cut him off without an explanation. So what if things got a little weird on the last night of hockey camp the summer they turned they were 18 if we were just a little drunken fool it was just a little drunken foolishness nobody died ryan wesley's biggest regret is is coaxing his very straight friend into a bet that pushed the boundaries of their friend or relationship now with their college team set to face off at the national championship he'll finally get a chance to apologize but all it takes is one look at his longtime crush and the ache is stronger than ever Jimmy has waited for answer for waited a long time for answers, but walks away with only one question. Can one night of sex ruin a friendship? If not, how about six more weeks of it? When Wesley turns up to coach alongside Jamie for one more hot summer at camp, Jimmy has a few things to discover about his old friend and a big one to learn about himself. I think that's a really good explanation of, of the, um the book because this book definitely was i think though we spend i think we spend a little bit more time in wes's perspective i'm pretty sure it's back and forth i mean it's one I for one think but like this is definitely like like jamie definitely has the largest arc in this book yeah, because he's discovering... Because only he's discovering his sexuality. his sexuality and, like, his attraction to men. But also his career and what yes, he wants to do with it. what he wants it. to do with his life. Because That's Wes true. is very, like... I've always wanted this. this like, is my... he, knows, he knows his sexuality and he's pretty okay with it. He knows what he wants to do. (laughs) I mean, he's accepting of who he is. Yeah. And then he knows what he wants to do hockey. Like he wants to be a professional hockey player. Uh, I think the only thing he like really grows with is like not only being in a relationship in general. Because he's never been in a relationship. Like thinking about someone other than himself. Yeah. I think is his thing. Like he grows in that like he can't just fucking get scared and leave because that's what he does twice he does a lot <laughs> he does it twice um he does do it twice. and whereas jamie is going through a lot more self-discovery because he's realizing that he's bisexual and what that means to like what that means for him for relationships what that means if he wants to be in a relationship with a man with another man mm-hmm. and what the view of that is for the public and then he also 
thinks about what he wants to do with his life because he's, you know, finished his, his college degree and has been drafted, Bye. but goalies typically have well yeah because every team needs what maybe two two goalies two and then like you're like backup on the farm team you have two backups on the farm team and then every, every team has two we're goalies. like obviously wes has a higher chance of staying on a or like so playing like, in the nhl but you, and you got to think about this so like for the farm team goalie to get minutes that means both goalies, goalies have, have to be yeah. both starters have to be because which is we'll have funny their top because goalie, like, and you always have to have, you always dress two goalies you like always so if their one yeah. goalie isn't dressing because he's injured the farm team goalie would still be called up and be on the bench but the odds of him getting minutes are fucking low like well, the other goalie know. would have to get I injured think, like or be having a really shit ass game well yeah if you're looking at the Canucks right now like that farm the farm team goalie is getting a fuck ton of time because yeah. not only is our number one goalie out injured injured yeah but like yeah i mean but but the thing is is that like i'm pretty sure jamie was walking on as the third string goalie at the farm team so he was like not quite even a starter Mm -hmm. so he would have been fifth in line to even make the pro team and that's like yeah like that's like these odds aren't very good yeah so i mean I get it. So he basically just decides to like coach, like knowing that he may never see an actual NHL game. Although to be fair, he, I think a he, farm team goalie, he'd still get paid like reasonably. Like he'd get living wages for sure. Yeah, He'd get a living wage. He'd be able to do a pro. And like he would have to work on a job. Yeah. I think he'd also be able to probably coach, like obviously not like a level that he wanted to but he'd be, probably be able to coach like like a u like 21 team a junior like a junior team no he wouldn't have time if you're in the pros it's your job so farm team like if you're still on the farm team like you're still pro like you're so professional they're still paying you to be there you're still on contract like you can't you can't just like coach on the side mm. that wouldn't work well i mean i think i didn't even think he like really enjoyed playing if for him hockey wasn't his like it wasn't where his life began and end mm-hmm. whereas for Wes it was like hockey was his life um so I mean like I get it because so I mean that like, they're both they're both the book starts with them both basically graduating yeah so they start with the frozen four tournament which ends the college hockey season and both of them are seniors both of them are seniors and that's where they run into each other because they're both in in the four well, in the four. four they're playing for the final and um jamie loses jamie loses in the first round and he doesn't make it to the final wes's team wins and then wins the final and wins the championship yeah and so like literally like right after the he wins he calls his old his old boss who used to no it wasn't a boss he never no he never worked at the camp he went oh yeah yeah yeah. his his old old coach coach who runs the camp yeah that they used to because the coach used to reach out every year and look for coaches to run the camp in um of graduates like old like yeah. students if that makes sense so old athletes and then Wes always said no 
And this is the first year he's like, he, Jamie said that he goes back every year and coaches. Yeah. So he was like, shoot my shot. Like if he's going to be there, if he's going to be anywhere, it's going to be there. And then shows up at this camp and they basically spend six weeks before they both have to be reporting to the pros. And they kind of just like start a relationship. Like they're sort of friendship and they yeah. like basically rehash out why they don't talk why they don't talk and it was Wes being like so the, why they don't talk is when they were 18 they used to like make bets with each other of like shoot offs yeah shootouts and um Wes decided because he was kind of like 18 and trying to figure out his, so Wes at this point knew he was gay like knew he was attracted to Jamie I think. I think, no, I'm pretty sure he knew. He knew he was gay. He knew he had a crush on Jamie. And, and like, there's a fucking horny 18-year-old. Yeah. So, like, they made a bet of, like, the loser, loser has to blow the other one. Which, I think. <laughs> the question is, did Wes lose on purpose? And he even asked Jamie that, or Jamie asked Wes that, and Wes is like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Like, maybe a little bit of both. Like, do I like, I, I hate losing, but I also really wanted that. So it felt like kind of a win either way. <laughs> yeah. Because I think if, if um, Jamie lost, I think Wes would have let it go. Yeah, probably would have let it go. He wouldn't have made Jamie do it. But, but he was shooting second or he was, sh- he shot first. So he was a net second. So yeah. he had the, uh, yeah. I mean, so basically what happens is, yeah, then Wes gives Jamie a blowjob and the next day fucking disappears. Yeah, literally just the camp ends and he goes home and he cuts all communication off with Jamie because he feels bad. He feels like he basically like, yeah, he like trapped him in a a situation he a situation. didn't want. Yeah. And also they, like they it, say they're it drunk feels and they're like always like not, it, it felt almost like non-consensual. Yeah. Because... And then because he felt like he tricked him into yeah. it. And Wes feels really, really bad. And they really both like, oh, we're drunk. They had, like, two sips of whiskey. I know. And and Wes is even like, I was definitely not drunk. <laughs> not on, at least not on alcohol. Um, and when they finally kind of hash that out, Jamie's like, are you an idiot? And, like, to be fair, Jamie's, like, not, him being, like, not concerned about that made me already be like, he probably always kind of knew that he had attra- was attracted to men as well. But just like I think, never in, really for thought Jamie, about it. Like I think Jamie in particular, it was like he was always had this like pull towards Wes. I don't think it was like attraction, attraction, like sexual attraction. Like or he just didn't know how to label it as a sexual attraction. That's true because they would have been young, and also like I can only imagine what it's like as someone who's trying to figure out like so like if you're someone who is gay or attracted to the same sex and trying to figure that out and like figure out what your voice is telling you versus what other people are telling you because they assume that based on the gender that you are that you must be attracted to this so I can only imagine how difficult that is to hear oh you're attracted to women you're attracted to women or you're attracted to men you're attracted to men and then period of when they're hooking up like where it's like confusing oh he's just like he like at the very beginning he was like oh because it's just it's just Wes right like it's He's not thinking, oh, I'm bisexual at this point. Like, he doesn't come to that realization until the end I of mean, camp. I mean, like, yeah. No, not at the end of the camp. Like, pretty quick. Because the first no. night, they, like, jack each other off. And then Wes is like, oh, 
Jamie's gonna make this fucking awkward. Well, he doesn't label himself. I know he's like he doesn't lie, but he but he then starts to like research and he like watches gay porn and like kind of starts to think about it and it doesn't he doesn't actually say it out loud until he says it to the girl that he used to be in like a friends with benefit a situationship with I guess yeah. Holly and then he's like when he says it out loud it's almost like freeing where he's like yeah I am bisexual like that's that's mm-hmm. what it is um I I don't know I basically yeah basically what happens like the entire book like nothing really happens like realistically but it feels like so much happens because it's, it's not but it's not events it's like character development well to me I, it just took me so long to get into the book it took me so long I don't know why I think it wasn't until they like basically hooked up in the car that I was like that's pretty far in that's like that's like at least 60% in I would say that's about ha- I was probably about halfway because he leaves for Toronto at the like la- in the last quarter of the book. Last quarter is them like separating, or West like literally just leaving again. His fight or flight. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's it's like very not much good flight. Um, and yeah, so because basically they spend six weeks together at this camp, and then like coaching together and basically just fall into this rhythm of like we're not quite we're not quite not friends but we're not quite just friends like yeah. we're not more than I friends or we're not just friends either is, is like not only is like so jamie's going through trying to understand discover yeah but we're like wes is like i cannot like I need to stop doing this because I'm going to get really, really attached to Jamie in a romantic way. And he's straight. Yeah. And he's like, he has not told me that like, this he is, wants this. This is more than just us fooling him. around for yeah. the summer. And also Wes has got this idea in his head that he's starting his rookie season in at a pro team. And he doesn't want to come in and be the, like, just like, cause press and be that yeah. the gay hockey player so he's like i'm not gonna date i'm gonna like stay celibate like i'm gonna like stay under the radar and just he's focus on celibate. hockey he's just gonna he was he he was basically just going to do what he was doing in college <laughs> but he wasn't discreet in college all of his his like te- his whole his, team and his coaches his entire knew. team knew he was and when they finally gay. had that come to head when he like has to tell the team that he's got a boyfriend that he's living with his they were like yeah we uh when we we knew because you weren't didn't yeah, exactly hide it in college you. so yeah. we we do our research <laughs> and like that was just such a like i just don't as someone who like knows the workings of sport teams do do their research like that's such a big thing nowadays too that like it was shocking to me that west just like had zero idea that they would have like looked it up looked it up or, asked, or like asked, asked around. his like coach or his like in particular probably in particular his old captain which was his best friend no they would have asked his coach and coaches like as a coach you'd want to have a good relationship with a pro age like a pro team mm-hmm. and the scouts so you'd be honest because otherwise yeah. if you weren't honest and the scout was like what the fuck like we asked you about this player and you gave us the bet then they that would potentially like they wouldn't then also come watch his teams so like the coach would be honest so i mean like i don't feel like so very like 
I knew that was going to happen because of someone who knows sports. But I guess if you don't know sports, then you might think that that might not have happened. But it was really cute that he was like so shocked about it and then was like, yeah, Jamie, we're good. And Jamie was like, what do you mean we're good? Like, what does that even mean? Because, yeah, they basically just like spend the six weeks at the camp and then Wes I can't remember what, what is it that the, the why, why does he leave again? Do they have like do they hash oh, it out? The the um oh the dad the homophobic the, the thing homophobic dad pulls his kid from from the camp from because the camp. he thinks that two and then gay guys yeah. are like corrupting his child and then they kind of have a um like. I think they have like a little bit of a discussion about it. Well, because Wes is very like, but Jamie really like it really hits Jamie and Wes takes that as like some people are shitty and not everyone's like that. But like, no, because like after it happens, Jamie's like he doesn't participate in the rest of the parent teacher day. Yeah. And so he goes back to his room. He he like basically is avoiding um everybody avoiding everybody and west takes it as he can't really i wouldn't say deal with or like well west takes it as like i'm not gonna let this fucker stop me from doing what i love and i'm going to like still go down and converse with the parents and do stuff and jamie is like kind of shocked by it like unsure what to do like kind of embarrassed and i think that Jamie's embarrassment of the situation of being called out makes Wes upset because he doesn't feel like he should be embarrassed for who he is. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Jamie feels embarrassed makes him a little angry because it makes him feel like Jamie's embarrassed by like embarrassed of him, embarrassed to be like Mm -hmm. to stay in a relationship with this, with this person. Yeah. And then they like hash it out and I don't even, well, a they little bit. kind of do because Jamie Cause think, kind of wants them to Jamie, like continue. Because I think Jamie goes for a run, and then when he gets back, Wes just leaves West yeah, after like the fight. Gone. He's literally just like packed his shit and he just like pieced it. And then Jamie goes back to goes home for like a week to visit his family before he's about to supposed to mm-hmm. um, report to report training. to training camp in Detroit and. Then goes from seeing his family to going to but also an interview within this time, yeah, because the it's like, like a two week period that like they're not together. He's coming like during the camp. He's trying to like, do I want to be like a third string goalie? Never see some ice time. He doesn't actually go to the camp. He just no. Goes he doesn't home. go to the camp, but then he puts out feelers. Yeah, for coaching, in, for coaching specifically in Toronto. Only, yeah, in Toronto. Which, because he wants to be close to Wes. Yeah. And it started, and Wes I don't, I don't know think it started out as like, he wants to be close to Wes for like. Relationship. Like a romantic relationship. He wants to be close for to Wes. For familiarity. Yeah, like having his, someone like, who's on, in his corner type thing. Yeah. In a f- unfamiliar as his city. friend. And then it ends up, they're both in Toronto because he gets a, a, like a, a job with the junior team yeah with a ohl team so it's like a it'd be similar to what the whl is here but that the ontario I version have, like no idea what the, the if you're being drafted to the nhl 
you're drafted out of that league in college. Okay. So you're looking at kids who, if they didn't go to, uh, if they didn't go to school, like go to full scholarship, like NCAA schools, they're getting drafted from those leagues to the NHL. And most, I would say like 60% of the athletes in the NHL come from those leagues rather than college teams because they'll draft them young and they'll draft them at like yeah. 18 or 19 versus That's like the one they'll wait I'm for kids like, to finish through school. I'm like, cause by the end, they're like 22 cause they, they're they, they graduated. Yeah. Most like rookies start when they're like 18, 19. That's because, and, and that's like, because it's the different league. But like, also, they'll do like sometimes I know teams encourage sometimes they go do like a couple years of college, play college, like hockey, and then they'll bring them, they'll like, yes, sign them. So with the WHL or like the OHL, like that junior, I'm trying to think about the actual like overall like league or, or level is but they would send the team send the, like the guys would be drafted from like the academy that I work with to those teams go to those teams the NHL draft is like one year for a certain year of kids in that league and then usually they let the kids finish till till 19 and then pull them either into their foreign team or into the actual pro team because those teams can only have two 20 year olds per team so they they basically let them finish as much as they can into that team and then they take them most professional players do not get to four years at like a college team the only difference would be if if they willingly they're like i want to be drafted because if they and they only enter the draft on their like sec their like yeah because fourth year and then and then usually the universe like the pro team lets them finish out the the year because as soon as you're drafted like they they decide when you get to come and go yeah so if you want to finish your degree but that's also like because i there was if you read her other series this was a this was like a a conversation in the beer uke series where also hockey yeah okay so they all play for i mean they're all hockey college hockey romance but the think the third one he talks about because he's you're technically not supposed to talk to any agents or any up until yeah like while you're playing ncaa in, yeah so yeah, it's like a rule if he wanted to like well you can enter the draft but you can't have an agent yes and that was one of the conversations of like one of his old friends which was garrett from the first series was like you should talk to my agent and he's like i can't talk i can't like on the books talk to your agent like yeah because basically as soon as you like it's a weird it, it's an ncaa thing yeah it is it's a bit of a it's a bit of funny one that sounds that sounds dumb that's a, that sounds like a dumb role i, I understand mean, it's kind of like they want to keep their players and they want to keep in particular the good players Yes, because so, like, it obvi- makes the money. Yeah, it makes the money in college sports. is the giant, pon- like, biggest Ponzi scheme that you can ever fucking think of. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think hockey is that much of a pull in, in college. You'd be surprised. Uh, I would say, like, like... I know football and, like, basketball, obviously. I mean, get funding. That depends on the school, right? Like, not all schools are... Like, some schools specifically have good hockey teams. Like, their hockey program is good. So it depends on the school, not necessarily, like, the 
like the division. I guess, but I I didn't think it, it pulled enough fans. No, you'd be surprised. It definitely depends on where they are, like what the school is. Um, but yes, yeah, so they basically both end up in Toronto after that because Jamie's like, I don't want to. I want to explore this interview with the team before I make like an official call to Detroit. My thing is like. It would probably be quite, I wouldn't say difficult for, because we're also talking about like an international work visa here. <laughs> that that was my first thing is when he was like, mm-hmm. can I be in Toronto? I'm like, what? I don't know what team would want to sponsor a visa for an American You'd be surprised. junior coach. That's a thing. That's not, I, that's probably not abnormal. A thing. That's probably that's just not abnormal. Yeah, they would help. Probably just my and not understanding. It's not hard to get a visa as an American to Canada. I mean, yeah, if you're sponsored and stuff like that, but so like that doesn't surprise me. That's that, that's pretty normal. Although, like the fact that it, it happened would probably be so a longer quick. process though if he wasn't sponsored. Yeah, it did happen really quick. So then, basically, yeah, basically Jamie decides to take the job in Toronto, and then yeah, and also because he wants to coach, because he wants to coach, and then he's like, "Fuck it, if I'm here, um, then I need to talk to Wes. Like, we need to at least hash it out mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to be like awkward in case they see each other in the city." Yeah, and Wes is like moping around. He's like, yeah, just like a sad puppy. Because he's like, he's he, kind of just like a sad puppy. Like all the time. he basically gets this apartment because it's like he's massive, like a massive apartment because on, he's like the, on the lake. The view is going to distract me, so I don't go out and like, or like think about Jamie or anything. And also because it's not in a prominent, like, it's not a downtown neighborhood. I think yeah. I think it's like just off. It's like a it's a little bit of a like a on the outskirts of downtown so it's not like quite downtown but downtown enough mm-hmm. and he's like sitting in this like fucking empty apartment in, pi- I think <laughs> in particular it's not near because i know toronto has a really big gay community in, in particular downtown there there's a big gay buzz a section like, of bars yeah, yeah. like like a, a district of like a district yeah, yeah, yeah the gay district i guess you would or the lgbtq district yeah there's there is a there's a distinct little like district where there is quite a few um like bars and like like yeah. stuff like that like specifically yeah and he was like specifically this apartment's not closed so and i, I couldn't can't... go to gay bars yeah it's funny because like so they end up like obviously making up making up and then like they just like and then like wes is like yeah move in. Just move in with me and jamie's like uh he's like yeah this makes sense yeah well i mean we're like, like roommates but you'll but sleep in my bed like, jamie, <laughs> jamie also didn't know where he was gonna live so he was like it just kind of worked out it worked out uh, my favorite part is the the ca- uh, like the couch the couch <laughs> not the couch but the 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 the, the armchair the that one he that he finds on the side the street, of the road and, he brings and Jamie up. is like absolutely fucking not get rid of it yeah I don't have so funny because it's trash like, at our apartment Wes is like he's like this rich kid like his his dad is like a rich banker yeah his mom's he, trophy wife yeah so him finding an armchair on the side of the road is absolutely hilarious to me. And then, but then Jamie's like, "No, this is someone else's trash. We're not putting it in our apartment. Like, get and rid of it before it I get up back." To the apartment, like, and he, he's like, "I guess I have to like leave." And he's then, like, I gotta figure out how to get rid of the storm. <laughs> or now. Wes is like, "I wouldn't. I did grocery shopping." And Jamie's like, "Chips and salsa." Yeah, I can see that you did grocery shopping. So basically, Jamie's like, "I have to go buy real food because this is literally nothing that we can eat on a regular basis." It's just really, it's really cute. They're, they're actually such a cute couple. Like I loved them together. They were so fucking cute. And then like towels. Cause they didn't have like obviously yeah. home stuff. And Wes is like, no, I don't want to go shopping for any of that stuff. 
and Jamie's they, like, okay, Jamie's like, okay, I guess. And then they like take a shower and they're like, wow, I really, I wish I, we wish should have watched towels. <laughs> it was really cute. There's some really like the last when they're actually together at the end. It was so cute. I did like, I really liked them together. Like I actually really liked this book. Like they're such a cute couple. No shit, you like this book. You have five stars. I know. And like, let's be honest. Like that first fucking scene, the like. It, well, I guess it wasn't like mutual masturbation, but like they they basically like get each other off. Fucking great scene, like yeah, like super good. Not and like none of the sex scenes were like weird. Like none of them were too much. Where it was like they were just having sex, having sex. Like each of them, like it propelled the story forward a little bit. I guess. I also this is the first book, so a they use condoms, no question asked, and b. They actually showed receipts for their STI testing. This is the first book that we've ever read yeah. where he like, we he talked about this. Sends it in a box in their little cigar box. In their box. little cigar box. Because we've literally talked about that and both been like, where are the fucking receipts? Yeah, where are the receipts? You're just going to trust just the person? Like, oh, I'm, I'm clean. And they like legit like, I was like, okay, hey, this is like, come on, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's the first. And, and it was like, not weird at all. Yeah. Like, it was such a natural, like, scene in the book. But I think it was funny because after they they do, it's, they, like, have sex for the first time without condoms, Wes is like, wow, this is really messy. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, duh. It's but duh. Sex yeah. without condoms is really fucking messy. Or they're like, or they're like, but they're doing it on the couch that that stills wrapped. In yeah, plastic did they call it, it like their ca- the couch the has condom, a condom on the condom couch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because and also like Jamie was like, it's not a good looking couch, like because Wes bought it and he was like, I don't think I I, I don't, don't think hate I this couch, but I don't like Wes's, it. Wes's uh, furniture style. I think he only because in before all he had was an armchair and a TV. Yeah, that's all he bought, and then a bed. But then. Jamie was like, we need to get some furniture in here. And Wes is like, furniture, I got that. So they he buys, like, um, bar stools, and then he buys this, like, leather couch. But when Jamie saw it, he was like, mm. He's like, I hope it looks not, better with the wrapping off yeah, it, because I'm like, not sure. How yeah, he was like, I'm not quite sure what Wes's design, design idea was, but... <laughs> Also, the last scene when he gets the mug from Wes from uh, oh yeah the Mister yeah from the from his mom. So Wes I gets love a, a homemade like pottery yeah, mug because she owns a pottery studio from Jamie's mom, and, and it's so fucking cute that it's, they both say him. Yeah, and then of course his sister's like, "Mom, that's wrong. They're supposed to say that they can't both say him. How do you tell them apart?" And she's like, "Well, they're both hams." It was super cute. And it was like engraved at the bottom to say like, welcome to the family. I was like, yeah. oh my God. And then she so gives cute. him like a middle name because she doesn't know his middle name. So when she's yelling at him. Yeah. It's pretty cute. You should read the second book. I loved the second book. It was cute too. Maybe. It was good. I, yeah. I instantly devoured the second book. Um, Yeah. I just found that like. I did like, like overall, I liked that Jamie, like sometimes you find that like, I don't know how many, I don't know how many like male, male romances you read, but sometimes they're this like, it's a trope where it's like nobody but you, like he's not actually gay, but oh, yeah, it's yeah. only you. I fucking hate that. 
And this like was the first one that I would have read that either wasn't two gay guys, but it was one guy who hadn't quite discovered his sexuality. who was like, yeah, I'm bi. Like this is the first book that I read like that where they weren't both like they hadn't both already realized their sexual orientation. Does that make sense? Mm hmm. And I was like, okay, this makes fucking sense. Like, I hate when it's like, oh, but I'm not gay. But you're different. Like, that fucking drives me up the wall. That's, like, so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. That's, like, not how that works. This is also, I mean, we'll, we'll get to some of these two ratings, but I'm, I would give this a 5 out of 5 steaminess. This is probably the one of the first 5 out of 5 steaminesses. Like, or 4.5. Like, this is pretty steamy. I'd say it's a 4. I would say, like, I mean, okay, but if you look at it relative to, like, how many sex scenes there are, how good the sex scenes are, com- and the other books we've given, fives, were all novellas with nothing but sex in them. Well, yeah. This had, like, legit plot. Like, I think this is a five, five out of five semen is for the fact that it's a fucking novel and not, like, a, a, like a novella. I would say this is four. More steaminess. I would argue this is a five. Um... I don't know. This book just like overall made me feel so good. It's like, it's cute. It's like when you watch, you've got mail for the, fr- and then you, the ending, you're just like, I just feel so happy about everything. Cause like the ending is so cute. It's Do you cute. even know what I'm talking about? It's cute. I don't know. The thing is, I don't know if I'm going to go back to this. Oh man. I've read this so many times. So then, okay. So then let's, let's, let's segue into our, our ratings. then. so rewritability, obviously we know that mine's a yes. You don't think you'll go back and read this? I don't know this. if I'd go back to this. Is it just know. because the L. Kennedy thing Maybe, has like but it also was like soured it just it? took me so long to get into this book that I'm, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Okay. Maybe I'll read the second one, but I don't know if I would go back to this one. Hmm. My rating's obviously a five out of five. I think it was like a four. I think it was a four. Yeah. Um steaminess i give this a five i give this a four let's compromise and go 4.5 sure um and then recommend yes i obviously would recommend this book okay why wouldn't you recommend this book is it because the l candy thing like is that souring a, a lot of a it little bit because you'd have to recommend an l candy book yeah a little bit interesting okay also yeah i don't know if i'd recommend this one is it anything specific I other think it than was just simply because like it took me so long to get into it I mean, that i was like i don't know if i would because it took me so long to get into it i don't know how quick other people would get into to it. be fair though sometimes it's hard to read for the podcast because sometimes you're in a mood for a certain like trope of book or a certain mm-hmm. type of book and we have to like like if i'm in a mood for paranormals we have to read a contemporary in there for the sake of like getting the book done for the podcast like sometimes it's hard to get into the book for the podcast because you're not in the mood for that yeah, type of I book. I guess, but I don't. I don't know. It just took me, and this is also like a friends to lovers kind of thing. It they, those always take me forever to get into. That's true. We have talked about that. This is the first friends to lovers that I've like. I think given one of the first ones I've given a five to five out of five. Like I, I usually don't love friends to lovers. Really, because all your favorite books are friends to lovers. No, just. This book and Love in Other Words. Yeah, Love in Other Words would be the other one. Uh what's the other one that's exactly like Love in Other Words? But Every Other Summer? I didn't no, I no, no, don't, no. I don't. There's another book that you like that's exactly the plot of Love in Other Words. Do you know who the author is? I don't read a l I I personally don't read a lot of like friends to 
friends to strangers to lovers. I gotta think about it, but I know another one you like is like basically Zaxxon's Law. I don't know if I, I don't think there is. Um, anyway, I think you should read this book because I loved it. Um, would, but you also do have to pay for it. Yeah. None of her books are Kindle Unlimited. Not yet. But L. Kennedy's books are, none of them are Kindle Unlimited. So I would look maybe at the library. Maybe the library has it. See, I L- do find that libraries are hit and miss with like LGBTQ two plus books like mm-hmm. sometimes they have like a huge catalog and sometimes they have like four well we got this one on sale let's see how much it is on amazon without it being on sale. um and we get this all on sale off book bub yeah if you don't have that recommend signing up for book bub because they get like a lot of books and i've i've bought purchased a lot of books from their deals that are like random Ooh, it's a goodreads choice for 2015 i think the year it came out. Yeah, it was an award nominee. How much is a Kindle? Um, fuck, because I already own it, it does not tell me the fucking price. Uh, <laughs> but it is a $13 paperback. Yeah. I think it's worth purchasing, but that's just me. Otherwise, I think we, we've been, we haven't been saying this, but also, this is our 20th episode. So, please go rate review and subscribe to our podcast it actually helps a ton with like getting other people to listen to it please tell your friends share it on social media do all the things we will actually read reviews if you write them please be um constructive criticism if you're gonna put criticism down don't just be mean prefer not but like actually go rate review and subscribe you can also email us and we're generally on Instagram more than anything else if you want to get a hold of us. Otherwise, I think that's it. Yeah. And um, we've got two, two more books in this um, best of 2022 series coming up. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.